Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Oh, I was waiting for Prime's uh, thingy and it didn't come. Hello. Welcome to Marissa Explains It All. Oh, since we're doing this on Tuesday, he will be able to put in sound effects, awesome. I think. Yes. Has he not been putting sound effects on? Well, la- last week, I don't think he could have because we recorded it like the night before. The week before we didn't record and I think that's because my dog died, right? And then the week before that, yes, he did put sounds on. I don't really listen to the Me podcast. neither. I don't I listen used to it all. Wow. What happened? I never did. Well, you know, I started out listening to this that's podcast, true. Marissa. But then when you got on, you stopped listening? Um, I well, because I knew, like, I didn't really need to listen yeah, to Yeah, you know it. what we said. I used to listen to all when I would do um the show with Joe, I would listen back. I think now, maybe because it's just you and I, there wasn't, like, more perspectives to try to catch the second round. Because right. it's literally just us versus, like, I did listen a little more when there was more of us on the show because there would be. Although this year, this week, and honestly today, is the one-year anniversary of the episode that came out with the whole situation with Fran and Leah was oh, our guest right. and all that shit. When you... um when I used to listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. like I would listen to it religiously. When you record it with other people, I listen to it and I get really excited because, and I'm not around. Like when you do the podcast, oh, in New like York. when you're not with me, mm-hmm. got you. Yeah, and, I, and it things on my phone. I'm like, ooh, I get to listen to see what Marissa is doing because Marissa and I don't really talk all the time. We don't. I mean, we like, but I always know what you're kind of doing. And we randomly do text, but they're like very strange texts a lot of times. Yeah, no, we we do text, but we're not like always like. <laughs> hey what's up every yeah. Day. Actually, yeah I don't know what happens in your life at all to be honest with you and just so happens on Friday night I had a hashtag social life which is very exciting like I went I, I forced myself out of the house to Starbucks first that was like it's November 1st so for November my new rule is every day I have to leave my house even if it's just a Starbucks so that I can have okay interactions. I'm glad that every single day you leave your house I know because it's it's bad because I usually don't. Prior to that, I hadn't left the house. That was a Friday. I hadn't left the house since Tuesday. So that's why I I implemented my rule. And now I don't even have a dog to walk. So I literally do not go outside sometimes. So um, anywho, so I went out to Starbucks, came back home. and I was like, wow, did a thing. I went out today. And then my girlfriend texted me, like invited me to a Hennessy dinner. And I was like, wow, two things today. I am pretty much it. So I went out to this really great dinner. It was she amazing. She said Starbucks and dinner. That's all I need. <laughs> it is. So I went to the dinner, and it was in Hollywood at uh, Beauty and Essex. And as I'm, and by the way, by a Hennessy dinner, I mean a dinner sponsored by the lovely folks at Hennessy. Thank you to Team Hennessy for both the dinner, and then they sponsored us at Complex Con this weekend. So I was able to attend Complex Con on behalf of Hennessy. So thank you guys very much, especially my girl Laura, who's from Team Hennessy. I'm sorry. Oh my God, Valerie, who's from Team Hennessy in New Jersey. I'm thinking of Laura because we went out to dinner after complex con but okay so i'm walking out of beauty and essex down the streets of hollywood just strolling by myself proud that i went out and i fucking randomly in the middle of the street see my dear friend joyce hello 
And Joyce was being super weird, and she was, like, in the middle of a situation, so she was like, it's not, I can't right now, but hi. And I was like, okay, hi, and then I just kept walking, <laughs> and we did not text further about it that night. Like, I was very overwhelmed in the moment, like, trying to coordinate plans and, like, where I was going to go to next, and there was, like, 25 people texting me, and it was one of those things where I was just like, oh, that, hi. And I really didn't think about it until the next morning. Yeah. Actually, the next afternoon. No, we, we, re- we really didn't text about it that no, night, I right? Didn't. Like, we didn't say anything to it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yes, we did. Did you? Did yes, you say we that was weird? Because Marissa has memojis now. Oh, yes, I'm very proud of them. I've become obsessed <laughs> with only sending them to Marissa, honestly. Because <laughs> I feel like she enjoys them, but maybe now she thinks I do. it's annoying. No, I still do. I still and I just do. sent They're you great. a picture of myself, a memoji of myself in awe. Did you? And I was like, How would you describe wow. a memoji in awe? I don't particularly. My mouth was like open, agape. I don't know. I don't know if that's, let me see, if that's real. Did you really do that? I think so. Oh, you did. You said, when are you outside? You did. <laughs> <laughs> when are you outside? See, very much. And then I replied, that was wild, LOL. And you put, I was uh, surprised. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. That was all we talked about it. I didn't say, what was that? I, in general, am so, when I'm, caught off guard i don't know how to react yeah well all. we see that that was you were it was so weird like <laughs> literally someone i see and talk to every week that you know it's a very 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 large city of los angeles and it wasn't like we were outside of a common club also, or a common place i just never see marissa when i'm not supposed to see marissa <laughs> like we don't even like run into like i don't go to events and stuff that right we're not to. in the same industry so necessarily we never just run has that ever happened? literally never in our lives have we ever ran into each other happened. we don't live near each other we don't work near each other nothing well i don't work any i work where i live so yeah well no i do run into you in your home you do <laughs> I walk right she in literally walks into my home <laughs> while i sit on the couch um but other than that in college, I would be walking around the campus and I would be listening to Waka Flocka really loudly on my headphones and I would be so caught off guard when people would walk by and say hi to me, which is a very normal thing to do is say hello when you see someone that you know. That is very normal. And I would just be like, uh, and then walk right past them. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, something so wrong know, with you. You just are walking by someone and you know, a friend of mine or somebody that I knew would be like, oh, I like your shoes or something. And I would just not react. And I would just saunter on by and I look like such a bitch. But then like four hours later, I'd be sitting trying to work out a math problem or something and be like, oh, I should say thank you. And I'd be like, hey, thanks. For saying hi to them? No, for a compliment that they gave me four hours oh. ago that I didn't acknowledge at all. You are fucking weird. I mean, I'm bad. And I'm awkward, but I think I do better in social situations than that. Like at ComplexCon, I did a very good job of like responding when people said hello and I would make fake ass small talk and I fucking hate it. See, if I go into a situation knowing that that's what I'm supposed to do, then I'll do it. Like if I'm going to a party, like yeah, I'll say hi and you know, shoot the shit, be like, what's up? But if I'm just walking and so, and, and it I'm just, just doesn't like, it's not expected. And I, I didn't guess. turn it on, I'm like, what? <laughs> At Complex Con, I met, um, I do not remember his name. Actually, I never knew his name. So when I used to fly Virgin all the time, their fucking safety video was fucking amazing. Like, it was like a whole song and dance and like, 
I really enjoyed every minute of it. Like of I would, you I would. even like Googled it and like learned about no, the concept and shit like that. Marissa, what's so, the concept behind the Virgin video? It was just that they really wanted to make it like new and updated so that millennials would like fuck with it and shit like that. So, and it was like a whole shoot and everything. And so I saw the kid that I know from the Virgin Safety video at ComplexCon and I was excited as fuck. I'm like, I was with Jamal and I was like, Maul, look like the kid from the virgin safety video and uh, <laughs> and so maul like tells him like his fucking dad he was like excuse me um my friend here you know she flies virgin often and she really wants to take a picture that's like so, when you saw the fashion nova model but it gets worse because we end up taking a picture it turns out he's mad famous and currently on blackish and i fucking recognized him from the virgin fucking safety video i hope you didn't think you were like making fun of him i know <laughs> i've never watched i don't have cable i don't watch television i would totally do the same exact shit though because <laughs> i really don't know anyone at all the virgin safety video is bro you i i implore you to watch i don't think virgin exists anymore i think yeah, they, what merged. Happened? they merged, they merged with, with alaska oh alaska they yeah. were a dope airline i got banned from cool, them and like they had the purple light. Purple light. I remember the very first time I flew Virgin was in fifth grade, the first time I ever flew by myself, and I just cool. felt so cool. Where'd you go? Washington DC. Wow. From like a school trip, but I had to like meet everyone there alone. I flew by myself for the first time in third grade. But yeah. I would never let my fucking kid fly across the country alone. Yeah, that is far. I went from Florida to New Jersey. I drove down with my grandfather and then I flew back and my parents met me. But that was before, see, you were probably, it was after, you flew after 9-11, right? Totally. Because you're like four. Yeah, I, it was way before 9-11, so your parents were able to literally like be there as you no, walked off I the plane to, like, and shit like that. They had to drop me off at security, I think, and like there was an escort that like walks you okay. from security to the plane, and they're supposed to watch you on the plane, but like, who the fuck, they don't have like a seat next to you. So oh, they I don't? don't no. I was like, oh. deuces, and then I'd be like, I never saw her again. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really good. But yeah, Complex Con, we're like all the way off in flights as minors. Um, Complex Con was pretty cool. I feel like the previous two years were better, way more crowded and everything. This year was like, I mean, I went at the end of the day on Sunday, which is the end of the last day. So maybe everyone was just kind of clearing out by then, but it felt pretty empty. And I felt really pretty because literally every five steps, everyone used the word pretty. It wasn't like you look good or your body's nice or something. It was just like, Ma, I need to tell you, you are so pretty. You are so And I was like, thank you. Everyone totally needed this boost of confidence. People you don't know. Just... Oh, yeah, just a bunch of strangers. Oh, for like a whole, it was just pretty. Every Everybody said fucking pretty. And then it was Damn, like. Damn, Marissa, you pretty. Then there was like this one nerdy guy who was like bigger too. And like. I kept thinking of this show. It was like in the OOs and it was a show on VH1, one of those stupid fucking dating shows that taught guys how to like have game or whatever. And there was like a whole episode of like teaching these nerdy men of confidence to like pick up a woman in a club or in a place. And I kept picturing like that he was over there working himself up to talk to me because he looked so nervous when he finally approached me. And he was like, excuse me, I'm so sorry to bother you. And I was like, yeah. He's like, I just wanted to tell you that you are like so beautiful. You are so beautiful. And I was like, thank you so much and then he was like okay like kind of annoyed and confused that I said thank you instead of like cool what's your phone number and then I just walked away and he looked very upset but I don't know how else I should have approached that situation right I mean at least you responded yeah I I know that sounds really fucked up but sometimes 
uh, I mean, I guess I need to work on this, but also I feel like I don't need to work on this, but... <laughs> You know, yeah, we don't owe like, them anything. Fuck you them. look so good. Like, just a random creeper on the street. I just think that they're a creeper. Maybe they're not a creeper at all. But I'm just like... Oh, oh yeah. I never, like, respond. I literally look at them and I sometimes I go, ew. <laughs> I, I forgot I got, I got hit on by a white guy when I was in Queens last week or whenever I was in New York. And it was so creepy to me that it was a white person. Mind you, he was so fucking good looking. Like, he looked like a Swedish model. Like, he was, like, <laughs> fine as fuck. And it just creeped me out so much that it was a white person that I was like, he's obviously got to be a rapist, right? And so, like, I just, like, I was just like, thank you, thank you. I have a boyfriend. Thank you, thank you. Like, I wouldn't even look him in the eyes. See, <laughs> I get, I, I always, I'm such a bitch, honestly. But I feel like also... Just, ew, gross. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, how else are we supposed to meet people if they I can't know, approach which you Which is why street? I feel like I should be saying at least thank you. But there was this guy outside my office, and he was definitely a lot older. He was, like, maybe, like, a 60-year-old black guy. And he was just being really nice. He wasn't trying to, like, hit on me, but he was like, excuse me, miss, you look really good today. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And then, like, as I was walking across the street, I had a whole little conversation with him. And I was like, that was nice. Just See, to, like, that's cool. We, yeah. like, started, he was like, oh, are you off to work? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to work. And he was like, well, I hope you have a good day. And I was like, thank you. You too. Like, that felt, then I was like, maybe I should be nicer to people. That interaction. It depends on how they approach you, though, because if it's something like that, like, oh, you're beautiful, it's like, yo, cool, thank you. And you could keep it moving, or if they say something but else. There's but a difference if, like, if you're chasing me down the street trying to like exactly yo but can i take you out let me get your number ma like real quick just put in my phone yo but we can't be friends like what's up ma like but no the white guy was like pretty cool and then i just kept dubbing him and at the end he's like but i'm the coolest white guy you probably ever met right and i was like i guess wait how did he know that it was a because he was white what oh because i mean i i mean i was there like looking you know my tims and shit like that so he's probably like oh this gotcha. spanish bitch like gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. i gotta be a cool west white boy to get her and it didn't work but i wonder if he really was like i don't know why i associate no i do know why i associate like white guys with rapists because a lot of them are not not to box you guys in a category and not saying that in broad daylight this man was trying to rape me in the streets of queens but i just never i don't really ever meet white men and it just felt I didn't know what to do. I literally did not know what to do, and I just completely. I understand him, that. Dubbed him, yeah. In the elevator at work, it gets weird because I work in a <laughs> building where there's 32 stories, and I think on all 32 stories, it's all filled with white men. <laughs> so I just stand in the elevator, and it's always I'm just like, today I'm not in the mood to make small talk. Like I'm I have never to make in the mood to small talk, talk all day at work. The three floors of the elevator that I have to travel in, I just want silence. Don't fucking talk to me before I have to turn it on. Oh, I always just stand on my phone and I try to close the door before anyone else ever gets on an elevator with me. Oh my god, Marissa! <laughs> but that's why I'm thankful I work from home. Like it was like 11 o'clock today, and I was just in here smoking weed and working on this transcription for work, and I'm like, this is this is my dream life right here. I just stay in the house and I don't, I don't have to make small talk. That's probably. The worst thing ever in life. Small talk. Small talk. I make a lot of small talk. Thankfully, I can be good at it. But I have to... The thing is, it for me, it's an on and off switch. Like, yeah, but you're, like, adorable. So you're good at things like that, mostly. But if I'm not, I'm not. That's, I fail really hard when I'm not prepared <laughs> for it. And I turn super awkward and I oh, shell up and I start awkward. doing weird yeah. things. Speaking of nothing like that particularly, but maybe you could kind of segue. I know you're Summer, were you like, going to go to Summer Walker? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, Summer Walker has been, I guess, I don't want to use the word complaining, but venting about the pitfalls of fame and just the way that, yeah, the way that people, and I believe, you know, we've talked about this before, Cardi B does it as well and has shared just the invasion of privacy, which is why she named her album that, and with Summer, just, you know, people are cruel to her online and she has a public relationship, so obviously that's going to be open to scrutiny too. And I just fucking hate every single time one of these celebrities talks out about their life, the first thing people are so fucking quick to say is, you knew what you signed up for. Oh, woe is me. I'm so rich and people want to take pictures with what me. What does that even mean? You know what you signed right. up for. Right. Like, y'all knew what you signed up for when you got a job at motherfucking McDonald's and you still complain on Twitter every day about your bum ass job. So it's the same thing. Like... People are allowed to want something and like certain aspects of it and not have to like every single aspect about it. Summer knew she was signing up to make music and to be able to provide for her family and have an outlet to do what she wants to do in her life. That doesn't mean she has to like the fact that people are going to be scrutinizing her every fucking move and commenting on everything that she's doing and giving her unsolicited advice. You guys don't want that shit either. Think of y'all fucking you know people with children no one ever wants someone just randomly telling you how to raise your child right so it's the exact same thing no one wants anyone telling you and you know what you signed up for you knew people are subject to giving you unsolicited advice right you knew you signed up for that when you had a kid right but that's not the fucking point of why you had a kid so it's the same thing with summer she knew she was going to be getting unsolicited opinions about her music about the way she chooses to live her life and do things that doesn't mean she has to fucking like it and she has every fucking right to be able to complain about it and furthermore just because she is blessed as far as financially goes because she gets to make music and get paid for it that doesn't mean that she's not allowed to complain about things like one thing going well in someone's life whether you consider it a bigger blessing than the blessings that you have in your life doesn't mean that she can't still speak her truth and not be upset about other things like the because she's upset about one aspect does not mean she's ungrateful about another aspect like people are able to do both just the way you are you're blessed because you fucking woke up this morning you're blessed because you have a job to be able to complain about so let her do that shit too people have no fucking idea what it's like to be famous and i don't have an idea what it's like to be famous either but i can say i have an inkling of it because even with the platform that i have and i have had over the years bigger ones than this i am like apt to unsolicited opinions all the fucking time from people that have no idea who the fuck i am and just want to offer advice or just say things about me that are not fucking true and you can say to your blue in the face, like, well, if that was me, I would just brush it off. I would just not care. I wouldn't give a fuck. You don't know. You don't fucking know until you are literally faced with it. And if you're having a bad fucking day or you have one insecurity inside that one, even if you're getting a thousand nice comments, one fucking hater comments on that one insecurity that you have that you cannot fucking drop. Yes, that is going to be the person that you respond to because that shit struck a fucking cord people are human beings they are not totally. fucking robots and oh sorry i just, just, just like it got me so upset vents it all out but you keep on saying you know you know what you signed up for and the thing is is that when you're listening to music that's what you're doing is you're listening to music you're not us consuming music you're not signing up for every single thing that the uh, that a celebrity has to say or that a public figure has to say right. like you're, true you're signing up you're, for their celebrity you're, you're, you're but you're supposed to just be signing yeah. up for like what the craft is yeah, or whatever exactly. it is and she's literally letting you know like if you sign up for me 
you're, I'm not going to do another tour. That's not what I have to give you. Like I'm giving you music and that's all that it really is. And I, I keep on seeing all this shit, like worst R&B performer of all time, like Summer Walker fucking sucks. And it's like, she literally is telling you she doesn't want to do the tour. She named the tour last tour ever. Like she just had to like see this out, but she, like, her her package is like she just wants to deliver good music and yes. that's really all that she wants to do and that's all you should really be signing up the as a listener or an audience or you know somebody who uh, looks up to her idolizes her whatever you should really you should know what you're signing up for you're exactly. signing up for music and music and that's it you're not signing up for like Beyonce performances or <laughs> right. like that's seeing not, her on she never talk to shows or you know doing Netflix deals and you know all this shit and you know that's not what she wants to do and so, and some people are perfect for that and we sign up for that a lot of people don't necessarily think that Cardi makes the best music but they sign up for the fact that she's so entertaining and mm-hmm. that she's funny and that you can watch shows and she makes you laugh and that's what you're kind of signing up right, for and that's her internet because she's or, an entertainer on, right that's her online not even online what am I trying to say that's her public facing persona she doesn't owe us what's happening behind the scenes none of them do right. that is not the career they're signing up for that's their home shit you guys have your career you go to work whatever there you sign up for you know they can know all your work business but the same thing you don't want your co-workers fucking knowing that you was sucking your baby daddy's dick last night and you said you was done with him like you know it's the same kind of shit and it just sucks like it, unfortunately especially in this era every single thing that they do is subject for the shade room and for people to pick apart and it's so weird that it's the same people that are commenting and doing shit that are doing like way worse things in their fucking everyday life that like always have a comment to say about the way someone's doing some shit and one thing we have to remember too especially because like i i just saw it was i think it was cardi b's birthday and she turned 26 or 27 I'm not sure, but she's still like re- pretty, like really yeah, young, kind and, of baby, and and so is Summer, and it's also like this is the time when all of us are kind of going through like a coming of age and like going through our own shit, and it just so happens that they are in front of a bunch of people, and it, but we all go through shit, and like we this. evolve and we grow. Right. I I just went out to eat with somebody last night, an old friend, and we hadn't talked in over a year, and we were just catching up about you know. Um, they just turned 30 this year and I'm 32. And so we were just kind of catching up in our journeys and we were just both realizing like, and I've known this person since they were 23, I was 25. So that's a lot of growing to do in those times. And we were just saying how different, how, how different we are from that 23 year old and that 25 year old that met in 2013 and just, you know, and I, for me in particular, and I keep saying this every episode, this year alone has just been such a year of growth for me to just, I just learned, I'm, I am so not even the person I was on this day last year, like period at all, not even remotely similar to that person. I mean, you know, as far as spirituality and growth goes, goes and him too, like he was saying a lot of shit that was just like a lot of growth shit or whatever. And So it's just, I would be upset if I had to answer to a lot of shit that I thought about when I was young. I was smart enough never to put certain shit on the internet and do stuff because, and I didn't have to grow up in front of the internet because that wasn't, I wasn't a celebrity. So, you know, think about it for these girls that 
they have to go through every single growing pain, every mm-hmm. single mistake and a closed-minded thing that you came from, you know, wherever you come from to bringing that into the world and realizing it's not right. Like we have the luxury of if we came from a certain world or a particular group of people and we all believed one stupid thing that it was wrong or whatever it was, we get learning moments most times behind closed doors and we take that and apply that and we don't do that again. Unfortunately, sometimes their learning learning moments are going to be they put out a tweet or something and they find out that was the wrong word to say or the wrong way to phrase it and then they're fucking condemned for the shit and it's like they just needed their learning moment too and it yeah it's it's there's so much that people just don't and it's like they do get it but they choose not to acknowledge it that celebrities they just just for whatever well, reason it's so easy just to dismiss the way like they, it's such a world they, they don't know I guess it's like. for someone just sitting you know in home and no access to that celebrity world and has never been a part of it it just seems I guess so unobtainable and far out that it almost makes celebrities like not human to them potentially Mm -hmm. and then they forget that they really are human and I think just anything online though you know like even like kids in school and shit like they have to go through like crazy like online bullying training and stuff because like Kids on the internet can be fucking cruel too. And, you know, I like, if people are like, well, just close your eyes or just don't read it or like whatever. But it's, it's like, the worst advice especially ever. when you're like 10 years old and somebody that you on the internet messages you, like, you stupid dumb fuck, you're so ugly. Like, that hurts. It does. Like, it's, you know, so I, I, I just think whenever somebody's behind, like, when you're not directly in front of someone, like, it's so easy just to say whatever. It's yeah. so easy to just think that they don't have feelings. But I don't know if you've seen this, but on Instagram, like, you know, sometimes I comment on my friend's pictures, like, you fucking bitch! Like, you hot bitch! Yeah. Instagram, for me, has, like, it has, like, a five-second countdown. It'll be, like, five, four, three, four. Are you sure you want to sure post, post this? Yes. I'm like, bitch, fuck yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's kind of, I mean, it gives, even though it's, like, a short brief amount of time, like, can give somebody a second chance to not write some hater ass shit. And I also seen that Instagram. Um, I don't know who reported me on my Insta, but Instagram like sent me a message and I was like, "Are you okay? One of your friends thinks that like you're going through it. Here are some like mental health resources." Really? Yeah. And I was like, "What? What kind of wild shit did I post?" And I looked and there was nothing. So I don't know who. One of you guys. And if it's your Finsta, it's all, like, real friends of yours. I know. Damn. So then I thought it was a joke, but nobody came forward and confessed. So. That's kind of like when you, two years ago, when someone sent all those nuts to your house, right? <laughs> oh! The mystery has still not been solved. Oh, in case y'all don't remember, about two years ago, I opened my front door and there was a giant box from Nuts.com of, like, $100 worth of nuts and dried fruit. <laughs> But, like, if it was a marketing scheme, I don't know, because I'm not famous. I don't know anyone at Nuts.com. But I will have to say, my mom does still subscribe to them, and she lo- she orders from Nuts.com did all the time. It, did it from that package? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's, like, super into it. So, if it was marketing, guys, it, it worked. worked. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of really good marketing, just to send... Wait, just to send random packages, not to influencers, but just to random people, because obviously a random person's going to, not obviously, but a lot of times they'll either text their friend and be like, did you send me this? Or they'll post it on their Instagram, and that's like free 
free advertising. Yeah. And then, like Joyce's mom, they may then subscribe to your service because they were so pleased with the initial delivery. I think that's a rogue marketing idea that somebody should employ. Because <laughs> it's not fair. Influencers get sent so much shit, and half the time they just have it like sitting in their oh my gosh like i get sent shit all the time and i mean depending on like if i really fuck with you i'll actually like really post it Mm -hmm. and multiple times put it on my instagram Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but if i don't know you at all and you were just randomly like please can i send you something i will do the initial instagram story of like thank you for this and then i never and that shit probably don't. i mean that makes sense yeah i mean what i think that whatever if you you have a small business or something and you're sending stuff out like it's a risk that it's it's not a guarantee just yeah exactly someone's house that they have to rep your shit like and then like even like um like i just got my which actually worked out some of my list of things to talk about i'm very proud of my first pair of jordan ones that i got I don't know anything about Jordan, so I don't know the official name of the colorway, but they're predominantly black and white with red, the red check, and I feel really cool and, like, sneakery, and um, for when I posted, like, I paid, but I got, one of my girlfriends just started a resale company herself, and so I really obviously love the fact that it's, like, a woman-owned resale mm-hmm. company. There's not a lot of those, um, and so she told me, like, I'll... I'm not going to make a dollar off of you, but I'll get you this for regular price. Like, you know, the, the reseller's price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just shout me out. I'm like, bitch, say less. So every time I post, I'm like adding her, tatting her, doing all that or whatever. Um, so situations like that, it makes a lot of sense to like really show love because that she looked out for me. But other situations like, who cares? And then one time... Um, this company, when I was on Joe's podcast, they reached out like, oh, can I send you some stuff? And a lot of times they don't even tell you what it is. They'll just be like, oh, it's hats. And I'm just like, all right, whatever, cool. Here's my address or whatever. And, it, you know, again, if I fuck with it, like I try to support everybody at least just at least one post. I'm never going to not post anything. So they sent the shit. I think I posted on my Tumblr or something like that, like thinking the companies that sent me stuff that month. And then I was on the podcast one day and Joe was making fun of my hat. Like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, I don't know. Some company sent it to me or whatever. And then when the um the podcast was like, you know, when I left and everything and like the news finally hit the internet, I see some kids from that company commenting like, yeah, it's karma for Marissa not being on the Joe Budden show anymore because she, we sent her hats and she didn't even fucking support it. She's a horrible person. All that, and I was just like, is that how y'all think she goes? Like, and then it's, it's so crazy because like there's really small minded people out here that like just having a platform in general like that, it's like. Now there's probably this person just sending negative energy my way like all the time. Like they hate me because they don't know yeah. how shit works. You know, it's so, so crazy. It, it, that like, is crazy. And Especially because they don't they have no idea how many brands that you're actually talking to. Right. Like, there's so like you're not obligated just because they sent something to your house that you have to like go all out. Or even you don't have to do anything. I don't honestly. have to do anything. I didn't no ask you for it or anything. Exactly. Like <laughs> so just, I mean, but like and like I don't know, that shit I used to be the person that if anyone didn't like me, like it would make me crazy because I'm like, why? I'm a nice person. Like if they knew me, if they don't know me and they didn't like me, I, it, whatever. I've learned to be even better about that now. But still, I'm just, I'm still weird about the energies though. Like I don't like the fact yeah. that someone's out there like, and it makes me not want to announce any move I'm making until it's yeah, already I'm solidified and shit like now. that. Like, you know, it's, it's just, ooh, I don't like inviting that energy. But then there's other times like I think about it too. Like I'm so blessed that, kind of doesn't matter like what god has for me no man's gonna be able to curse anyway so fuck you hoes at the end of that that's what i have to say about 
that and then we can go into toxic traits because that actually works out too toxic traits what are some toxic traits that you recently have discovered that you still want to work on i'm manipulative as hell so we decided to bring up this topic because it was one of those twitter topics like what is one of your toxic traits and mine is definitely how manipulative i can be like if i know but it's like i'm never manipulative to like harm somebody it's literally only for like self gain and it's selfish oh i'm selfish as shit that that's a given but like my manipulativeness is related to being selfish it's like if i'm about to make a bad decision or a questionable decision or even like complain about something that i keep complaining about and i know my friends may not want to hear it but i want i want a particular reaction back because i want to be gassed up to do whatever it is that they're probably gonna disagree with I will start by like gassing them up, being overly nice to them, complimenting them, talking to them about shit, like knowing that I'm getting them in such a positive space that now when I present what I want to talk about, they're going to be nice to me. Bye. Hi. What's that? Joyce is here. Hello. Did he say hi to you? I'm kind of waving. Did he notice you? Nope. Bye. Okay. Okay. That was the weirdest version of Mike I've ever seen. He was so not happy. Since when is Mike not like a happy? I don't know, but I tried to wave at him with my foot and it didn't work. Yeah. I don't know what I was talking about, but that's cool. Oh, toxic traits. Yes, I could be manipulative and just, I know how to like get answers out of people that I want. But other than that, I'm selfish as hell. I'm really trying to work on that. And I think that's all my toxic traits. When you say that you're selfish, do you also at the same time feel like you're self-aware? So, like, you know in the moment that you're being really selfish? Or you kind of just... That's yeah, it. I think I'm pretty self-aware. I, I Maybe I won't realize in the exact moment, but, like, a little, a couple moments into it, I'll be like, oh, shit, this is not fair. Like, I, and I'll back it up. Um, or other times I just don't care and I'll just be selfish because I don't really give a fuck. And... My my worst my most noticeable thing with that is like in conversations, but I I always see this in Leo memes too, so I don't feel as bad. I'm like maybe it's just a Leo thing, but it's like if someone's telling you a story and you're like literally fighting inside yourself to not tell them a similar story that happened to you but better because like everything is always about you. Like oh I'm so sorry your dad died. Let me tell you this story about one time. This is like I have like the worst habit of that. It's either that or she just looks at her phone and doesn't <laughs> look. look I can acknowledge that you're speaking at all. That's if I don't like you or don't care about you, really. Um, I do that, too. I always do a share it similar story. Yeah. Like, shit. And I'm, like, always, like, I know, like, my story's good. Like, they're going to love it. And so I always do it. See, you know how they say, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Not reflection. Yeah, when you, the reason, like, why you don't like certain things about other people is because, like, It's you a see mirror that to yourself. To yourself. Yeah. Oh, my God. I kind of think I feel like I realized this with my coworker because, well, no, not. Wow, Joyce had to put her glass down for this. I think she's really passionate about this topic. No, it's just I have to realize that some people really just don't give a shit about what you're saying, and you have to just let them not give a shit. Because this man is always talking to me and is always like trying to share a story with me, talking to me about his girlfriend, talking to me about the music that he likes, and I just don't like. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like I just don't give a fuck. And in general, I because. I am a people pleaser and sometimes I feel like 
dead silence is just weird. So like even when I'm in an Uber silence. sometimes, like I feel like I should talk to them. To oh, make them I not hate feel you! I hate you! I hate people. I know like you it's so bad. Fucking so like much. I'll try to fill that dead space and try to like be like upbeat and jolly. But this guy does the same shit, and I'm like, he needs to shut the fuck up because he sucks. What's wrong with whose face? Your face. Why? I'm just looking at you. Because you didn't really acknowledge Joyce's presence before. I didn't like that. I feel like you should have been more excited to randomly see a stranger in our home. The journey is in the living room. <laughs> like, how do you just randomly see a, a new person in the living room and you're just, you're just gung, not the opposite of gung I mean, Gina's here too. Yeah, Gina and Joyce. But I guess we did the same thing because we didn't tell anybody that Gina was here. <laughs> <laughs> Gina is here with us, just sitting in the corner. I still haven't completely grasped what Gina's doing on here. <laughs> But all I know is it's going to benefit me in the long run with weed. So that's cool. <laughs> that sounds so... It does sound sketch, but I feel like... And we'll like... just continue to glaze over that. Yeah, I feel like that's how that should be. Um, and I guess, you know, since you're here, would you like to report the other celebrity news that we were discussing? More to love. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Come take a seat. Yeah. More so little Wayne is allegedly engaged to a plus size Australian model. And here is Gina to review her thoughts on that. <laughs> she looks exactly like his type. Mm. Just doubled in size. Okay. So- Okay, and that is Gina's take <laughs> on... Um, I didn't know anything about this until Marissa brought it up, like, five minutes before we started recording. Uh-huh. Um, and then I found out that he's engaged to her. and that allegedly. She, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly engaged to her, and that he was allegedly engaged to somebody else, and I just had no idea. You like, know about that? That was in 2011, and he debuted the engagement, and it was like, when How to Love was popular, it was that... Now it's more to love. And um, they like went on the beach. Her name was like Daya or something like that. Yes. I I didn't really put all of that. I thought it was a recent thing. I thought it said that he like was just engaged to somebody like two weeks ago. Now he's engaged to somebody else. Well, he never officially unannounced the engagement. So it's like. But like I follow Daya on my Finsta and she'd just be out in Arizona. Or Daya. I don't know how to say her name. Out in Arizona. So I don't think she's been near him for a while do you have any takes on that gina okay well i think she's beautiful i wish wayne all the luck in the world with her um so far the reason why people believe this woman isn't gay i don't know her name um they believe it and for a period of time if you guys follow Little Wayne on Instagram, she was the only person that he was following around. I want to say earlier this year. I, I can't remember the last time I looked at that. Um, and she's rocking a big rock on her finger and like dropping a lot of hints and wearing a lot of Little Wayne merchandise. And some people are saying the pictures that she's taking seem to be his house in the background. And she has been spotted with him at some clubs and stuff. So... This is why they are saying Little Wayne is dating this woman, but I feel like he has like a new flavor of the year, like once every two years or so. 
I wonder if people like him will ever really settle down. Like, maybe he'll just perpetually be, like, a Rolling Stone. Maybe that's okay. Maybe that's what's That is okay. Mean. No, that is. I think everybody should be different and stop, tr- I mean, like, as a society, we keep trying to, like, because we learned that what it's supposed to be is marriage and fidelity and blah, 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 but who the fuck, why, why? For who, whose rules are those, really? They say you're supposed to have a nine-to-five job right. and be a doctor, lawyer, whatever. But right now, I'm sitting on Morris's couch. She's been working from home all day. Smoking She's weed. smoking a joint as we speak, is about to light it up. Has her Nightmare Before Christmas nails. Is sitting in her very colorful apartment with her purple bar stool mic on the wall. And apparently, he has a shower curtain with his face as well. And we're sitting in the candy-themed apartment, so apparently <laughs> you don't have to go buy the book at all. It's yeah. It's perfectly straight. So. I mean, I just finished reading a book, and I can't remember. It was about love, and it was really great, and I left it for Danielle to read in Jersey. Um, but just basically similar thing of just kind of unlearning what we were like. You know, we come into the world as kids with no, with like a clean slate, and then society teaches us to think this and feel that, and this is right, and this is wrong. And... Yeah, there's nothing wrong if that's how he wants to fucking live and be happy, I guess. We could think it's weird because most people don't do it, but that doesn't make it wrong or even weird. It's just fucking different. Who the fuck knows? I'm, I might end up fucking... Oh, I don't want to be a cat lady. I don't <laughs> even... <laughs> you can be a crazy dog lady. No, I don't want to want that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to find my husband one day. One of these days. I'm not going to start looking until next year, though. For husband? Yeah. So we were talking about our toxic traits. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. How did we get here? I don't know. But, but what's yours? Go ahead. My, I, I'm a very sensitive person, but only when, like, over stupid shit and only when I, like, quote-unquote care about a person. I think I put way too much, like, an, I, I throw all of my emotional responsibility onto somebody else. So when that person, like, I feel like they're doing me wrong, I just get so upset. And, like, and even if it's, like, a really little thing, like, I'm just so overly sensitive, but only when it comes to select few people, and I feel like it puts way too much pressure on them, and I should work on that. Yeah, that sounds like something that you should probably work on. Okay. And also, just in general, like, I, I don't really... I have my moments for, like, when I speak up and when I don't. I feel like a lot of times I'm, like, I either, I I never, I don't like to confront shit. So if something's really bothering me, I just don't really say anything. But then if if it's a stranger, like, I just really don't fuck with you. And I, I probably won't tell you why I don't fuck with you, but I just really don't fuck with you. And, like, I am, and, and then it's bad because I'll be really nice to all the other people and just, like, not give it like as in when I give somebody like the cold shoulder it's really like the cold shoulder because I'm overly expressive towards other people I don't know if I mean I do something similar with that yeah. it's like if I don't know you or like you're annoying to me or something and I, I do kind of know you and you just I just don't enjoy your energy or something I'm like really rude too but I don't feel like that's a toxic trait I just feel like that's me like you just know that I will not fake it with anyone at all ever and if I don't like you you will very much know and I feel like that's okay yeah but I feel like for me like because I'm kind of sensitive like 
when somebody hasn't done me wrong, like literally at all, but just something happened around them that like I would like it's some, like I was uncomfortable. Maybe I did something like I said the wrong thing or like I made them feel a kind of way, but because I know that they are like, eh, mm-hmm. then I'll just turn off and just mm. be a weirdo and like I'll be like so cold or like I'll just be not even cold but just I get stop engaging like I'll yeah. kind of retreat. And, like, I'll just be kind of quiet. And, and then it'll because, seem like you're the man. Because normally I'm, like, really outgoing and, like, energetic and, like, you know, whatever. So then when I'm not that way around somebody, they're like, what was wrong with this girl? So I feel like that's kind of a toxic trait. Yeah. But I don't know how to, I don't know. Do you go to therapy or not yet? Or you know like... what? The thing about therapy is that now I have insurance. So that was, like, hurdle number one. They do not make it easy to access therapy, but... Yes, they do. I, I, I mean, mean, I have it. I don't have insurance, so I just pay that shit out of pocket. Because you got the bread for it. I don't want to pay too many dollars a session. And True. second of all, so now I have insurance, which is really exciting. But also, finding a therapist that is accepting new patients, that is, like, specialized in what you're looking for, is kind of difficult. Like, I've been calling a bunch of therapists, and, like, I decided that I wanted a male therapist. I wanted to try it out. Really? Yeah. And I never, I never thought about it before. I've had two therapists in the past with both been women and very, very kind. But I also felt like they were a little bit coddly okay. because I'm young. So a lot of times they feel like they need no, – I don't know. Maybe I'm just putting words into their mouth. Projecting, but I feel like yeah. it's very, like, motherly and very, like, you're going to be okay, like, blah, blah, blah. Or, like, when it comes to relationships, it's very, like, sympathetic towards me and, you know, trying to show me, like, where I've erred as well. But – I don't know. I feel like it's not been as, like, cutthroat or, like, as real or direct to the point that I need. So I was like, okay, I want to go see a male therapist just to see, like, what they have to say about, you know, just to cut it raw for me. Like, I want you to prompt me to think about my own shit, but I don't really want you to, like, hold my hand. And I want you to, like, kind of, I don't know. I just feel like a male perspective is just kind of refreshing when Mm -hmm. it comes to that, especially because all my friends are girls. All my friends that I tell my feelings to are girls, so... They all have, and they're also all my friends. So I want a dude that I don't know that's not my friend to tell me what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, but I've been calling a bunch of therapists, and they're just not accepting new patients. Or they're because I need a certain time. I need after work Monday oh. through Friday, and a lot of times they like their offices close at five, or they do a week, or they only work on one weekend, and it's in an office like. They'll have an office in LA, but their weekend office is in like the fucking like Pacoima, Santa Barbara, or like yeah. something crazy. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where Pacoima is. I just really wanted to say that word right now, and it just felt right. I feel like right. that's where Raven lives. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to say. I don't know why. That's um, also where um, Trejo's from, Danny Trejo, Pacoima. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't run into those obstacles because I don't have traditional hours, and I can go during the day and shit. Right. So I probably damn, I didn't. I didn't so realize. it's kind of difficult. And, like, yeah. I don't want to take off time off of work to go to therapy because then I'm not getting paid. So it's, like, I don't what know. What about your lunch break? Yeah, but I have an hour, and it would take more than an hour. Oh, because you have to, to get there, get to back. Park. And then also these buildings are expensive. you got to play ballet. All this crazy shit. And I have, I'm trying to find, like, a building that, like, has parking that you don't have to pay for because a lot of these, That's why like, I stay in the valley, medical buildings, like, it's, like, $15 yep. an hour or something crazy. Um, But I messaged this one guy. He seems really cool. And he messaged me back saying that he might have a Thursday appointment available at, like, 7 o'clock, opening up in a couple of weeks, and he'll reach out to me. But it's, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's not the most easy thing to get therapy, and for a lot of people, like, 
for them even to want to go to therapy is really challenging. And then, you know, for them to admit, like, yes, I think I'm going to take this next step. And then there's all these other doors Hurdles, that are closed yeah. on your way there. And I, I mean, know a lot of people who have given up because they're just like, this shit is too hard. Like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, Be persistent because it truly, truly, truly can help you. And it's really fucking been life-changing for me. And I think it should be for everyone. And it should be accessible to everyone, and I fucking hate the healthcare in this country. On that note, we have an email. Ooh. Mm-hmm. This says, subject is moving across the country, Country, and her name's Yesenia. Dear Pod Squad, so I'm listening to the end of the episode 131 about Madi moving back to the East Coast. By the way, I don't feel like doing that anymore. Um, and how you felt that you weren't necessarily in a bad place wanting to move, and it's exactly what I've been going through. I literally dropped everything to move to Boston. My best friend lives here officially a month ago, and I'm so happy I did it. I definitely missed episode 130, so I'm probably missing so many details about why you want to move, but I felt like I'd share my experience. Before moving to the East Coast, I literally only had been in Boston for five days over Labor Day weekend and decided I loved it and wanted to move here. I never had a real desire to come out this way, but I've met so many dope-ass people, including my best friend on Twitter, that I decided to be cool to visit. That's so fire, because I met my best friend on Jewels.com. Hi, Carol. It took three days once I was home to decide that I was going to drop everything I had in Minnesota to move out. Shit, I'd that move is out fucking in, amazing. I'd move out of Minnesota, too. Um, wait, don't you have the Mall of America, though? That's cool. Uh, is that in Minnesota? I feel like it's in something with an M. I thought it was in, like, Maryland. Nope. Oh, Gina's saying it's Minnesota. Yeah. Oh. It took three days. Don't you live in, like, Wisconsin? Yeah. yeah. Gina. It, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> It took three days once I was home to decide that I was going to drop everything I had in Minnesota to move out here, 1,200 miles from all I've ever known. I didn't have a ton of real responsibilities there. I don't have kids, and I'm only 23, so it was the perfect time for me to travel and experience something new. I'm on the whole new path of self-love, reflection, and growth that being here has definitely helped me. Being in this environment, uh, being in the environment that broke me made it harder for me to be at peace. I miss my family so much, but this was a text combo I had with my mom that seriously confirmed I made a good choice. And it is a very nice conversation. I've missed so many of the episodes because of my move that when I heard the end of 131, I was totally like, oh my God, no way I just did that. I actually feel like I relate to you so much. It was dope to hear that you might make a similar move. Thank you for always sharing the most genuine parts of who you all are and making the best and most relatable pod ever. Love you guys. Senya. Wow. Thank you, Jasenia. Um, That wasn't a question. So we don't have an answer to that. But... Yeah, so I decided that I don't feel like moving across the country just because it's essentially exhausting. But I am going to be making a big move, and I'm thinking, like, super south L.A. And that's nowhere near as much of a risk. But, I mean, I already did the risk of just like you. I don't, I mean, I'd been to L.A. a lot, but it wasn't like I had a full foundation here. And I was just like, fuck it. It seems cool. I don't have a job there or anything, but I got homies there, and it's sunny, and I fucking want to live there. And I upped and moved, and I live here now. And I figured the fuck out. So kudos to you. That shit is scary. I know a lot of people that would love to just live in other places, but they feel like, um, to quote someone that I was talking to about it with the other day, they said, New Jersey's all I know. And that shit made me really sad because just because it's all you know doesn't mean it's all you should continue knowing. I want everyone to experience life. And I don't know, even like recent situations with me, like just realizing that, when it's somebody that really has experienced the world and then someone that hasn't necessarily experienced the world, you it's harder to relate to some people too. It's like, I just, I want you guys to see the world and be more worldly and you no, know, take the risks, dude. 
This shit is so fucking worth it. Especially because there's, so, like, you know, that quote, like, this is not your practice life. Like, you got this go. Like, mm-hmm. just do it. Like, if there's something that you have a burning desire to do or, you know, you like you said, you have nothing holding you back, go for it. Like, take that leap. Why not? There are so many different possibilities. We talk about this all the time, but there's so many different situations that you can write for yourself. Like, nothing is set in stone. Like, you could be 65 years old and decide that you want to go to school and learn Japanese. And do that shit, bro. And kill Japanese like, and then go teach in Japan. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you never know. There's no, just like we said earlier about society, like, it literally, like, doesn't fucking matter. Whatever, like, what the end of the day the only thing that matters is how happy you are inside. Now, what anyone else thinks, and yes, you're going to be like, well, my happiness sort of depends on that because I don't want people judging me. That makes me upset. Fuck that. There's, I mean, there's different levels of it too. Yes, we care what our immediate friends and family think because their opinions matter. But I'm not saying go out and fucking like gorge your eyes out and think that's cool and I think everyone's going to support that. That's probably going to be a little off. But just, you know live life by your terms and what makes you happy and eventually even the people that are judging you if they see that you're truly happy they're literally gonna come around too because they're gonna be like oh okay 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 what can i say shit i wish i was that happy too literally you're gonna be you're gonna set the standard eventually anyway so just do the shit do the thing do the fucking thing i posted a meme that said that and i think it was like a cool picture of like a platypus or something platypus in it so cool. <laughs> I just wanted to say the word platypus right now. Anyway, I'm high. Um, we're almost done. I do want to say prayers up to Angie Martinez, who was in a severe yeah, car accident that? recently. I saw, I saw that going around today, but mm-hmm. apparently happened yesterday. And yeah. I, I was like, whoa. Well, I think the accident happened. Well, she made the announcement. She revealed it yesterday. Um, but said that the accident itself had actually happened three days prior to that. Mm. So it's seemingly, I guess, over the weekend that Angie was in an accident. Um, but she's obviously in good spirits and she's able to communicate and about her status. And she had to get she has to get some intense like four hour back surgery and stuff like that. Back surgery, you know, that type of injury can leave people. Yes, that in, shit is. You know. Yeah. So, so sending yeah, major totally. prayers to Angie. She is my goat, my icon. She is fucking everything in life so um sending major major love to genuinely one of those people that i feel like i've never met but like i think that she's like such a good role model oh my god she she, is like after there was this one summer that i just was i don't know like i was really inspired by like women in general and i was listening like i listened to your podcast i was listening to um improper etiquette with laura and leah and like i was just dope like diving into just a lot of like dope female entrepreneurs and people that are like inspiring and when i was reading like angie's book because i used to always listen to i listen to a lot of radio i don't know like really where that happened mm-hmm. um but I like just hearing about her kind of like Forrest Gump moments, like with a bunch of people that, you know, she used to be just friends with and then that they came up together and mm-hmm. just listening to all those stories. And we were saying before, like without like a book to like write down those stories, like they get lost. And without a podcast like this and you sharing your stories, they get lost. Yeah. And a lot of these moments are like shaping history. Like it's people's lives but you don't really realize it mm-hmm. and you know she was just friends with mary j Bly. she didn't know that she was gonna turn into you know what i'm saying exactly like, that's kind of cool it is very very cool. cool like um, i mean even as small as like 
what I said a couple of weeks ago that Guap was at in Boston and like or wherever he was and girls came up to him about the podcast like it's the same kind of thing like me and him are both just like homies and we're both like oh shit we're doing some shit you know like that shit is fucking cool Angie is Angie's an icon she's definitely a staple like mm-hmm. you know just and um there's a there's a difference like too between like then there's such a huge difference between like a gatekeeper and an agent and like when I say that I mean that there's people that like an agent is this is like the kind of mindset that I see myself wanting to be is that an agent is someone that like introduces people to others and mm-hmm. like you know creates relationships and like believes in conversation and networking and kind of bringing people together and bringing collaborative people together and then there's gatekeepers in the industry that are just like nah like this isn't for you like I've already reached this level I'm not going to try to help anybody I'm me for myself like whatever whatever and I think it's so important to have people that are just like willing to open new doors and opportunities and I feel like Angie has always been that kind of person like 100%. letting people speak to tell their truth and you know have the platform to talk about what they want to talk about she's amazing and she was always even behind closed doors at work at, at hot like nothing but nice to all of the young girls coming up at hot too like to her peers that were already established on other shows at hot or at wbls or kiss like she's just always been like such a stand-up person and that's probably that's why she's gotten so far i think like she's oh gosh i love that woman um let's we don't need to like make this true and then uh i guess we could go but i do want to say that fabulous you are fake as fuck doing all this shit putting emily b's family in your fucking halloween pictures we all see what the fuck you're doing all this extra posting of her it's very clear as day that you were trying to win back the public after you caught a domestic violence charge and you probably lost mad money in endorsement deals and roles and all types of shit so the best way to come back from that is just get that person back on your side and emily's been by your side anyway and loving you so she's probably down to do the ride and now you're trying to win over the family too so that they can all be on board and the public can be on board too so no one can say anything negative and you can get the case clean from your file we fucking see you you motherfucking bum but whatever do you because that's not my relationship um M-E-I-A podcast at gmail.com. Holla at us. You just did a lot of ranting. <laughs> I know. I just feel ways about things today. Um, love you all. Marissa explains on Instagram and Twitter with one S, if you don't know, at Marissa Mendez and at Joyce Adams with a Z at the end. And that's all. Bye.